0: Well, I'm grateful to be here. Uh, my wife and I've done this quite a bit in terms of um, what the Lord has in store, and uh, we're grateful for that. I uh, I am here today to give you a message in, entitled "Become Like Jesus." You know, in the, in the, I, thought, I thought about that a minute when we uh, you have your 70th anniversary. What, a, what an occasion that is. Thank you for the history. <laughs> I, knew, I knew the last two pastors, but I didn't know all the rest of them. <laughs> I think I, I know the scholarship you're talking about, so we're grateful for that. Become like Jesus. From the book of Romans, chapter 28 through 31. As we, as we read, let me, let me pray that the, the word of God might go forth to your life. Lord Jesus, thank you for opportunities that we have to gather and to hear your word. I pray that you'll just guide us in it and that you'll be grateful for it. Thank you again for this opportunity. In Jesus' name, Amen. Let me read these texts. Uh, For we know that God causes... I'm reading from the American Standard. I'm not sure what you all read, but this is what I have. Uh, And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to the image of his Son so that we would be the firstborn among many brethren. And these whom he predestined, he also called... Those he called, he also justified. Whom he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things, if God is for us, who is against us? He who did not spare his Son, but delivered him over all, how will you also with him freely give us all things? Max Locato is uh, one of the guys I read blogs for. Uh, he is a Church of Christ, but he is... Uh, he is, is, is not just a church of Christ. He has some good things to say. Master Cato says in his little uh, book, Just Like Jesus, he said, God loves you just the way you are, but refuses to leave you that way. He wants you to become like Jesus. That's the eternal counsel of God here in this text. As you look at verse 28, he says, We know that God causes all things to work together for good. We sang that, didn't we? He's good. He is good to us. And so that's what it says. And it it says that as we love God, he's called us for a purpose. A purpose. He's called us. As we love him, he called us. To a purpose. And aren't you grateful for that? He's called you for a purpose. And this purpose in this text, as I've read here, it means, number one, it means that God has ambitious plans for you. He has ambitious plans for you. What that means is, beware of missing out on his plans on what he has for you to work together for good. And as you begin to think about that, it's for the sake of his undue theology. God limits those who will be saved and no others. However, it's the misuse of foreknowledge and foreordained. Prior awareness of God, but not predetermined events. Some people have that idea that Just because it says it, that doesn't mean that just, you see, Jesus said, or Paul and Jesus said, I want all people to come to the knowledge of the the Lord. So it's not a restrictive event. All who will may come. And aren't you grateful for that? So he foreloved you. That's what it means. He foreloved you. His eternal affection for you and his delight in you. That's what the the text means. And it reminds us he's active among you. He wants to be active among you. That means his love for his adopted children. He's adopted you and the beloved. That's what Ephesians says. And so we're adopted. It's, It's a remarkable high goal that he sets. Inwardly changed to be like Jesus. That's what the context says. Jesus chose you. I don't know if you've ever been in a team and you were the last one chosen. You know, sometimes that happens and you're the last one chosen. But with the Lord, you're the first one chosen. He has chosen you. And isn't that great? In the NFL... You know, it's coming. You know, Cowboys are in training camp soon. And it's going to be coming. And the NFL has these huddles to plan if the play will work. And sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But I want you to know the plans of God in Christ always work. When we huddle together here and we worship and we hear God's word, we huddle together He works among us. Aren't you glad? When Jesus saved you, He longed to remake you. When He saved you, He longed to remake you, to become like Jesus. He invited you to Him. He called you. That's what the passage says. He called you to Himself unto salvation. Aren't you grateful? He called you to salvation. And He called you to be a disciple of Jesus. And he called you by your specific name. By your specific name. Sherry McCoy, Joel McCoy, put your name in there. He called you by your name. And aren't you grateful? He called you by your specific name. And that's what he does. And he's summoned by God himself. He summons you. He invites you. Be saved and long to remake you. He puts you right with himself, justifies what the pastor says, but it means that you're forgiven. Anybody perfect here? I just want to check. I didn't think so. But you're forgiven. How many times? Over and over again. You know, Peter asked that question, 70? He said 70 times 7. That doesn't mean 490. It means as much as it takes, he forgives you. You confess your sins, He's faithful and just of what? Forgive you of your sins. That means He accepts you. He accepts you. When He forgives you, He accepts you. He declared so in your relationship with Him. You have a relationship with Jesus. And that relationship is so important. What that means is when you are Put right with God, Lord, you have the security of the, of the believer. You're secure in Jesus. There's nothing you can do to not be secure in your relationship with Jesus. Nothing. If it's all about Jesus, it's not about you. Now, you may fail, you may sin, but he forgives you. The security of the believer, and it's a certain promise. Aren't you glad? That's the second thing. Jesus saved you and longed to remake you. He invested of Jesus in your future. That's the glorified part. Someday he's going to glorify you. He completes your salvation for eternity. Some of your pastors have gone on to be with the Lord. Aren't you grateful? They were faithful to the work. And now they're with the Lord. We're all going to graduate one day to be in the presence of the Lord. Aren't you grateful? Aren't you grateful? It's a foretaste of heaven we come right here. See, this is practice for heaven. I have a song that says... I want to walk like you. I want to talk like you. I want to live like you, just like Jesus. I want to love like you. I want to walk like you. I want to look like you, just like Jesus. Blameless. Wisdom. Power. All our character of you. Always pleasing the Father. Doing what he pleases. Holy, righteous, perfect. All our images of you help me give glory to you help me walk like you talk like you help me to live like you just like you love like you help me to look just like you lord jesus just like jesus now the third thing i want to say to you invest in your spiritual church family invest in your family Your church family, with a multitude of brothers and sisters here and maybe elsewhere, your relatives who know the Lord, people that know the Lord. And so we ought to enjoy them now. Well, enjoy each other now, right now, because we're going to spend forever with these people around you. You're going to spend forever. Just look around. We're all going to be with Him. And we ought to enjoy it now because you'll never regret being here and recognizing how much you love each other. Invest in your spiritual church family. His church coming together. Coming together. I know probably David Cecil, my friend, reminds us his church wants to come together in the Spirit of the Lord. Come together in the Spirit of the Lord and be a blessing to everybody. Be a blessing to everybody. Anybody who walks in these doors, you ought to bless them, right? You ought to accept them. So it's important, what we do here. And I think David would say just that very thing. Harvard did a study, uh, about a 85 year study. You think about that, an 85 year study. And the, the director, George Valiant, when asked what he had learned, answered this, that the only thing that really matters in life Are your relationships with other people. Your spiritual church family. These brothers and sisters that you sit around. Finally, Jesus wants your heart to be moved. To be moved. Every time we worship, every time the word is preached... He wants to move. He wants to move in you. He is the only true one. And he is the one who eliminates all the doubts. Now, you may have some questions. He can handle your questions. He's big enough to handle your questions. But he is the only true one. And we ought to be willing to do what he says. See, that's what he wants to move to do. He's, he deeply forms within you. Let me say a couple of things. He forgave your sin before you ever committed it. He forgave your sin before you ever committed it. Now, he offered you mercy before you ever sought it. Forgiveness and mercy. Aren't you glad? That's what he offers. He can and will change your life. He is the one at work. He is the one at work among you, in you. If you're willing, just let it happen. Inspiring you to courageously follow him. Courageously follow him. Passionately offer all your all to him. You're all. I surrender all. All to Jesus, I surrender. Only trust Him. Only trust Him. Only trust Him now. He will save you. He will save you. He will save you now. Only trust Him. David Rich says, If you're a believer in Jesus, your account has been closed and a new one opened in Christ. We live off the blessed blessings of Jesus and who He is. He freely gives you all things. Freely. Freely He gives. We freely give to each other. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for the fact that we can be just like Jesus. Lord, it's a challenge. It's an opportunity. And Lord, I pray we'll take it seriously. We're just like Jesus and that you do great works in this church. And we pray you'll continue to bless them through their pastor and his wife. Continue to strengthen them and bless them. Thank you for blessing these people. I pray that you'll work in them. And thank you for 70 years. And I pray you'll continue to do your work in them for your honor and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you very much.